0: You for your grace, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your blessing. Thank you for all that you have done for us. Thank you for all that you are doing. Thank you for what you will still do. Let today be a special service for every one of us. Father, bless us mightily, and let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the saints say, amen, amen. amen. Please let me welcome at least two people by your side, by your left, by your left, by your right. You are welcome to church. We celebrate all of you. We say the Lord bless you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are blessed, shout hallelujah. You know, we learned on Friday Bible study that we are living in a world of influence. Your friend, your associate will influence you. And let me also tell you that if you are not doing very well, don't blame yourself too much. Blame your friends. (laughs) Praise God. Somewhere, 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 somewhere along the corner, somebody is influencing you either to do more Or to do less. I pray that you be influenced positively in Jesus' name. Do you know we are also in church today because of somebody's influence. Maybe somebody invited you and said, let us go to God. Don't be discouraged. Let's go to church and see what God will do. God is still on your side. Say, okay, I will try again. Somebody has influenced you. And probably somebody is not here today also because somebody influenced them and said, what are you going to do in church? There's nothing there for you. Stop wasting your time. And he said, I will not go. You are somehow being influenced either positively or negatively by somebody. That is why you have to choose your associate. Choose your associate by yourself. And choose rightly people that can influence you positively. Choose. Choose things. Life is by choice. Friendship is by choice. In the days that you are weak, your friend will talk to you. And the day that you are strong also, your friend will talk to you. In the day that you are weak, somebody will tell you, let us go to the Lord and pray. In the day that you are strong, someone will tell you, let us go to the bar and drink. Now you are happy, drink. How will you not enjoy your life? Let's drink. So choose people that will influence you positively. And your life will never go down in Jesus' name. Choose somebody that will encourage you to come for communion service. Somebody that will encourage you to come for Bible study. Somebody that will encourage you to come to church. Choose somebody that when you are weak, they will strengthen you in faith. And the Lord will help you as you choose well in the name of Jesus. When our month of divine enlargement, and I'm going to be reading three verses to lay a solid foundation for enlargement in your life. Isaiah chapter 54 Verses 1 to 4, 1 Chronicle chapter 4, verses 9 to 10, and Exodus chapter 4, verse 14. I know you are all familiar with Isaiah chapter 54, verse 1 to 4. He says, enlarge the place where you dwell. He says, for you will not be put to shame. You will forget the same of your childhood. You forget all the same of the past. He said for the Lord your God is your maker, is your husband who will take care of you. Let me tell your neighbors enlarge the place where you dwell. Enlarge your capacity. Enjoy divine enlargement. You will not be limited in life. You will not be put to shame. You will have answers to your prayers. In the name of Jesus Christ. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9 and 10. The Bible says, Jabez pray to the Lord, and he said, Lord, if you enlarge my coast, if you will be with my hand, if I will not see evil, if Lord, you are going to increase me greatly." In verse 10, the Bible says, "The Lord honor His request and answer him. This morning, the Lord will honor your request. Here the Lord will answer somebody. You're coming to church this morning will not be in vain. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Esther chapter 4 verse 14. Very instructive. That's where the Lord was speaking to me. Last night. Esther chapter 4 verse 14. I want us to read that one. Because that's why God. The revelation that God was speaking to me. He said. If you remain completely silent. At this time. Relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews. From another place. But you. And your father's house will Perish yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this now the king james says enlargement and deliverance what caught my attention is that when you enjoy enlargement you also enjoy deliverance on another hand if you are small you are likely going to be captives you are likely going to be oppressed Small people suffer more. I don't know who I was taking out in the morning, and I said one of the things I like about my car, my my own car, is that when I approach any police checkpoint, they just look away. Has that not occurred to you that police people don't harass big men? Just look away. My wife will say, "Why is it that I don't stop your car?" I say, "There's something unusual about my car. It's big." Big people don't suffer affliction. Or the worst is that they will greet me. Where come, sir? Where come, sir? I was taking my son to go for one, one morning like this. And one policeman stopped us. I thought he would be asking for people. He said, ah, for where? For people? Okay? I've never seen such a handsome father and a handsome son like this. He said, all oh, police officers come and see this handsome man. They just greet me. They don't harass me enlargement and deliverance. That's why I pray for you, you will not be small. The Lord will increase your greatness and he will comfort you on every side. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And it's not a small thing that God wants you to be big. You must choose to be big. So enlarge the way you think i'm telling you it is good to be a big man it is good very good and the lord will enlarge your coast in the name of jesus what do you do to enjoy divine enlargement you must have divine understanding having good understanding guarantee enlargement If the scope of your understanding is small, your enlargement will be small. Many do not attempt to do so many great things because they think it is difficult. In their imagination, they have a mindset that, oh, big things need money, big things need this. That is not true. Big things need big understanding. You need to increase your capacity for learning. Many poor people don't like a book, and they don't like knowledge. In fact, most of the thieves you see around—they don't go to the libraries and break the library and carry the books. They believe there is nothing inside the book. Yet, all our great fathers—they are book lovers. They meditate. They increase their capacity for reasoning. Capacity for reasoning, increase learning. We help you to be blessed more and to be enlarged in life. Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen. That was Apostle Paul, an example of grace. Study to show yourself approved. Study, study. It's for all of us. Study. Why did he say that? Second Timothy chapter three. Chapter 4, verse 13, rather. He said, bring my book and the parchment that you have with with me. Bring it. I want to consume them. That was the example of was Paul. And he wrote so many epistles. preached so many gospel. By his learning. I left a quote with carpos in Thurus. Bring it when you come. Also bring the books for me. If you cannot bring all of them, that means there are no one. Then be sure to bring my special paper. The secret of men and their story. Paul was a devoted reader. Not somebody that is busy, jesting, playing, gossiping. Somebody that has time for reading and meditation. Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. The Bible says, I Daniel understood by book. That the year of our captivity has been completed. It's time for freedom. And I started praying. Because I discover in the books. That only 70 years the people of the law have been bondage. Why did they see bondage? He started praying. His mind opened. He started praying for what should be. It was the book that opened his eyes. To see the reality for freedom. The book is important. First Timothy chapter 4. Verse 15. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15 talking about really meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them so that your progress may be evident to all. Your enlargement and progress is tied to your habituality. Habitual learning, habitual listening. People that don't read but I don't learn. They give excuses in life. Nothing is working. Nobody is doing well. Nobody. Look, there are so many people doing well. Even now. Even now. Give yourself to reading. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you. That's the only place we are going to talk about rejection. The moment you reject learning and knowledge, you become a place in life. You're on your own. Don't say, I will reject you. Look at what He says. This, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because we have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. Because we have forgotten the love of your God, I also will forget your children. I'm going to send it to all. Knowledge. Good understanding is important. Why is it important? Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. You are a pace setter. You are a role model. You are the salt sort of the heart. You are the light of the heart. You are a city that is set on high that cannot be hidden. You are a leader per excellence. So it is important that you know. God said, I want people to look at your life and learn. And if people will learn from you, you must also be somebody that knows you are living by example. Your success is a reality for all to see. I said, in this part of the world, anytime you are successful, a little success, people will think, ah, dog must see it. Ah, no, no, no. If he's successful, something must be behind it. So I call my coppers and my staff. I say, look. The influence of the student that you are seeing here, there is nothing like Odogbosu. I know because when success comes, some people get jealous and they get angry unnecessarily. I say, look, the wisdom that produces the student that are coming here, we did not take it from heaven. We learn from other people. We learn from other people. I call people, call this, call that. What are you doing? And I invited a register from one college education in uh, Akure. I said, Come, I'll pay you to transport our constitution fee. Tell me, what should we do? And he gave an idea. This is what you should do partner with this, partner with that, do this. I said, Okay. And I gave him 20,000, Drop it at the park. And the next day, I started negotiating with a link, a student, one of our part time students that is doing degree program. I said, this is What they told me, he said, yes, it's possible. And he started chatting with me. Let's do this, let's do that. And before we know that, that thing open up. It open up and produces the same kind of results. It says not stop. So ah, you know, at this school, you see that you see student. my friend, it's not get knowledge. There's something that you need to do to improve your life. Ask people that are successful. In this part of the world, we are against success. Somebody is a little bit successful. Ah, no. He's proud. I don't want to. He may be proud. But he has something that you don't have. Let him share it with you. See, everybody is going towards a particular place. There's a mystery. So you sit down and learn something from them. Say, give me knowledge. Give me, ah, you know, one single information or knowledge can save you millions of naira. Millions. We started Grace City College of Technology and Management Science. And I said, the course that my children that are working all over were saying is good is computer science. I said, that's the only thing I'm going to do. So I started. And we moved around and around and around looking for students. At the end of the whole two years, we had 22 students. And some of them said, anytime they enter the class, they feel a dick that God has not called them to do this. About five students ran away. They said, This course is so hard. So I learned that no matter how good a course is, not everybody can do it. Because there is nothing that is by force here. We are gifted in different areas. I said, Okay, let's write. We wrote a proposal to NCC. They came here and they gave us NC. That make it better. We're able to have more students. And over the years, people are moving to NC to so the extent that we don't even want students for computer software again. And when we started College of Health, we said, okay, let's register College of Health with NBT2 and do things that the way we should do it. We have had state approval, we had everything. And we have even started. We have applied. We have paid. The money is in bits. First three million, another two million, and not like that. And somebody said, wait a minute. You had full accretion for Grace City and you don't have student there. Why don't you write them that they should put that certificate on Grace College of Health? That you are changing the name. Write all the supporting document and send it to them. The board will sit on it. And I say, that is a wonderful idea. Grace College of Earth, yes. So I wrote. And simply it was accepted. And they wrote me back. All formal documents remain valid. Your new name is Grace College of Earth. Something I will have started all over again. By knowledge. By learning. You can save a lot of money. A lot of money. So good understanding. Give it favor. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 15. Good understanding give it favor, but the way of sinner is hard. God does not want your way to be hard. So he wants you to have good understanding of things. Don't walk on this life. Closing your mind. Don't close your mind to issues or to things. When you see something that is working, ask questions. Learn something. Once you are a teachable person, can quote me anywhere. Quote me five years time. Your future is great. Because nothing makes a life great than having a teachable spirit. Whether you're a woman or you're a man. Never you get tired of learning. Because as you are increasing learning, you are increasing your follow. You are expanding and you are increasing. As you are learning more, more will be given to you. Proverbs 24 verse 3 to 4 a wise man is great a man of wisdom increases strength by wisdom and knowledge shall your chambers be filled with pleasant things good understanding we guarantee enlargement Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2 and 3 in the last day the house of Jacob our home house the church of God shall be exalted above all is, and nations shall come into it this I say: Teach us the way of the Lord, and we are going to walk in it. In other words, we are going to be an example of success. So people will ask us, "How are you doing it?" In this season of slough C D remover, how are you coping? We tell them: It's simple. Give your life to Jesus. Do this. Do that, and you succeed. And you succeed. And I pray for all of you here today. None of you will be qualified for anybody to pity them in Jesus' name. Rather, when people see you, they will envy you in the mighty name of Jesus. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15, I will give them pastors after my heart that I will teach them so you must be willing to learn and my people will lack nothing. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 4, I will give them shepherd after my own heart that I will teach them And my people will lack nothing. So you must not be tired of the world. I will teach them. And I will give you shepherd according to my heart. Who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. That's what you need. In this part of the world. We pray more than we are willing to learn. Thinking that God is our problem. God is not our problem. The devil is not our problem he has been defeated. Our problem is ignorance. And if you want to get free from poverty from limitation be willing to know more. And you discover there's no problem anywhere. The only man's problem is his ignorance. Praise the Lord. Number two thing that guarantee enlargement is divine promises. Divine promises. Genesis chapter 22, verses 6 to 18. By myself, I have promised you that in blessing, you'll be blessed. In greatness, you'll be great. And in Hebrew chapter 6, verse 11 to 16, the Bible says, When God has nothing else to swear, He swore by Himself. When God wants to make a promise to you, He will make a solid promise with you. And a promise is what we call covenant. Because under the New Testament, Covenant is not, oh, I do part. You do your part. Because in BK, in those days, they taught us that covenant is an agreement between two people having an obligation to fulfill each other's part. But you know, under the New Testament of grace, all those if, ifs have been removed by the blood of Jesus. He has removed the course of the law away. He has fulfilled all the mandates that God wants him to do. Fulfill all the laws. So that you can enjoy the blessing. So what is left for you is to obtain a promise from his mouth. And quote it back to God. And I discovered that if you want to be great in life, you must know how to keep promises and how to use it for your advancements. I've shared this before, but there's a lot of revelation here. Maybe some of you after I finish preaching, you go and read this encounter. First King Kings 1, verse 13 and 17. It's about a woman that you don't like to talk about. Bathsheba. Bathsheba, the man, the woman that married David. The woman that gave her to Solomon. The woman that you can call Whatever people call them. Do you remember? Bathsheba. Bathsheba played a very key role in making Solomon the king. From verse 13 to 17. When Adonijah has already declared himself the king the king, and David was very weak and sick. Sadok the priest went to Bathsheba and said, Go to the king and remind him of his promise to you tell him that you remember my lord at a time like this you swore to me that my son Solomon will inherit the throne every other children can hear that you know but Solomon will be the next king after you Hadonijah has proclaimed himself as the king and my king is not doing anything about it he said "Why you are talking I will walk in to confirm it whatever promise that God has given to you as I am preaching today it shall be confirmed Go immediately to the king David and say to him, Did you not, my lord, O king, swear to your maid servant, saying, As surely your son Solomon shall reign after me, and as I sit on my throne, why then has Adonijah become the king? And you know, David gathered himself, in his, even in his weakness, in first season, he said, Today, as surely as the Lord live, I fulfill the promise. And I promise you today, by the grace of the Lord, every promise of God concerning your life will come to pass. It will not fail. And what did King David did? Took his own personal box, put Solomon on it, arranged two priests. He said, "Go to this place, anoint him, and let everybody shout." And what did King David did again? As they were greeting Solomon, David in his weakness bowed down to his son and said may the king live long when Adonijah heard that David is bowing down to his son he ran to the temple he said I'm finished every other gang up against uh, on, the, on the side of they ran away and so the one said go and bring him go and bring, go and bring Adonijah and when Adonijah came he prostrated Oh, may the king live long. He said, <laughs> nothing will happen to you if you maintain your lane and you keep your peace. But if you misbehave, I will deal with you. Go back to your house. You don't need to run to the temple. I love the story. He went back home but he never forgot the throne. He wanted the throne. He said, even if, if I don't want the throne, I want the girl that my father married lately. That fair girl. So went to Bathsheba again. He said, you are an influential woman. You are the only person that can talk to the king. Go to the king. I said, you know I'm supposed to be the king. Have to run your senior brother. And the Lord has chosen you above me. So if you will not give me anything, give me that girl that my father married lately before he died. He said, let me talk to the king. And you know, that woman Bathsheba was very influential. In Solomon's heart, somebody enthroned you will be Valencia now. So, where to the king? The Bible says, when Solomon saw his mother walking into the palace, he stood up and everybody stood up with him to greet Bathsheba. The mother of the king, what do you want? He said, I sit down on my right hand. He said, I have more requests to make and please don't deny me. He said, Say it first, mother. He said, Adonijah, your brother, once or so there. He said, hey, "Mother, you will have asked for the truth for him today. Adrija will be killed. That day was the day that Adujja died. Though. It's a beautiful story. Beautiful story. Promise. The promise of the Lord is very, very powerful. That's why when we come to church, we focus on His presence to get a promise from Him." A promise. Brother Julius came to the church this morning. Hoping the prayer that we pray on January 1st in this place. He said, he we use it to pray in the workers' meeting. The prayer we pray on January 1st, 2023. And he said, pastor said we should pray. That this year, that the grace of God will be so much in our life. That even strangers will help us this year. And we have worked January, we have worked February, we have worked March, we have worked April, we have worked May, we have worked June, we have worked July, we have worked August, we have worked September, we're in October. I no strangers ever help you. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Before the end of this month, even strangers will help you. Promise, promise chapter 1 verse 11 Moses prayed for the people he said may the Lord make you 1000 times more as he has promised you God has promised you multiplication may the Lord make it a reality whatever God has promised you may it be a reality in your life we use the promise of God to pray the promise of God We use it to pray. The promise of God we use to pray. In Genesis chapter 25, verse 31 to 34. Genesis chapter 25, verse 31 to 34. Esau lost his birthright by a promise. Went to Jacob. Jacob, give me this food. Jacob said, negotiate with me. Just make a promissory note do you know the money in your hand is a promise note? the money in your hand is a promise three notes everything is established on a promise he said I swear that the blessing of the birthright is transferred to you and the bible says Jacob gave him the food and he had the food and Esau went away playing not knowing he has transferred the blessing to his brother <laughs> later the started eh? Jacob is a God never said Jacob is a Even while he was running, God was appearing to him because it was a transaction. You made a promise and you received the food. He received the blessing. Are you now crying? The Bible said "Don't be a profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of meal sold his blessing on a promise." I promise you that all my birthright belongs to you. They carry it away. I pray you don't make a promise that will destroy your life. You don't make a covenant that will destroy your children. You don't make a promise that will destroy your future. So you are making a promise. Be very careful. Numbers chapter 14, verse 7 to 9. Numbers chapter 14, verse 7 to 9. Caleb said, the land that we have visited is a good land. The Lord will give us the land as He has promised us. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, What God has said concerning me is a good thing. The land that God has promised me is a land that flows with milk and honey. My future is great. I will not rebel against the Lord. He will fulfill what He has said concerning me in the name of Jesus. Say, Amen, three times. without a divine promise in your life your life will be hopeless your life will be boring you will have no energy to move forward what gives us hope as a Christian is the promises that God has given to us in life what gives us energy is divine promise in our hearts I will do it I will help you I am on your side Will never leave you nor forsake you. Those are the things that infuses energy into our being as we move forward in life. If you are a Christian that comes to church without remembering a promise of the Lord, you ask yourself in the morning, why am I going to church? You will be discouraged. You feel hopeless and helpless. But once you are a carrier of God's promise, the promise of God will give you a fissure. The promise of God will give you energy. The promise of God will encourage you to move forward. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 to 6. He said, don't worry about anything. Don't be covetous. He said, because the Lord has promised you, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. And I pray for you today, God will never leave you. You will never be alone in the name of Jesus. He will always be on your side. Go with divine promises and your life will be enlarged. Carry as many as possible. When you want to pray in the morning in your shop, just say, Lord, you said that whatever I lay my hand upon will prosper. I will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and whatever I lay my hand upon will walk. Let it walk this morning. Let everything be for my good. You have reminded God of his promise over your life. Use his promise back to him and it will not fail you in the name of Jesus I'm preaching this morning on how to have an enlarged capacity and an enlarged life and I've talked about divine promises I've also talked about what divine understanding you understand the word of God number two is divine promises number three way to have enlarged capacity is by walking in victory living a victorious life over the battles of life I call it divine victory what Is victory. Victories. Hallelujah. Victories are evidences of God's faithfulness in your life. Write it down. Victories are evidences of God's faithfulness in your life. When you have victory, there are evidences of God's faithfulness in your life. Victories, divine victory, victory that God has given to you. There are evidences of God's faithfulness in your life it's not every time that you feel that God is with you or God is on your side but when you have victories in life they will remind you that God is forever faithful are you listening to me in 1st Samuel chapter 17 verse 54 when David was victorious over Goliath when he has prevailed over him there are two things that he did that are very instructive number one he cut off his head People were rejoicing and carried carried to Jerusalem. Number two. He took the sword of Goliath. The Philistine. And kept it in his own house. Later. He kept it it in priest's house. He took the head of Goliath. And took it to Jerusalem. The city. Then brought the sword that Goliath came with to fight him it as personal possession any time you look at this word of Goliath is a reminder that no arrow form against him can ever prosper 1st Samuel chapter 17 when Goliath saw him coming with a rubber and a stone Goliath told David am I a dog that you are coming with a rubber against me today I will cut off your head with my sword And David replied him, You are coming up against me with sword and with spear. The Lord that I serve, he will deliver me from your hand and I will feed your flesh to the bed of the hair. I am coming up against you in the name of the Lord God of Israel. What happened? The stone. Enter the head of Goliath and Goliath Ferdinand. Whether he's still alive or he's not alive, we didn't know. But he was unconscious. Gulat ran towards him, took the sword that he came up with to kill him, stood on his back, and because the sword was so sharp, like the fool and his knife, cut off the head and lifted up the head in his hand. When Israelites saw the head of God, very big head though, like the head of a cow, when they saw the head, they shouted, God is good, God has prevailed. God is mighty, God is ancient, God is powerful. And because they were happy, they ran against their enemy. Because when the Philistines saw that their captain was dead, and they saw the head of ogre, they became fearful. They dropped their whip and they started running away. See that? They start running away. And he Israel pursued them. But one thing very important in the life of David. He never ran towards those small, small boys. Though. He just carried the head and carried the sword. People were rejoicing all around but he was not carrying. In fact, people were singing for him. I have another message for you. When I was reading this, I said, qualify yourself for honor. Don't sing for honor. Because women, in their emotional way of singing... The moment they saw the victory, they started singing, "Ah, Saul has killed one thousand. David has killed his what? Saul killed one thousand. David killed ten thousand. Hallelujah. Saul killed one thousand. David killed ten thousand. David killed ten thousand. Hallelujah. Please sit down." When Saul heard the song, he was not happy. He said, ah, "Ah, did you listen to the contents? Did you listen to the content? They ascribe to David ten thousand. They ascribe to me one thousand. If you want honor, qualify yourself for it. Don't don't desire honor that you have not qualified for." Fight the battle, win victory. When people see the victory and the enemy that you have conquered, what you achieve, they will give you the honor that is due to you. It's not competition. Just stay in your lane and fight. Any goliath that come, I'll finish you. Carry the head. Carry this word. Carry the head. When people see how many battles that you have won and the victories that God has given to you they will sink for you. That's the way life is. There are some of us that the only problem we have in life, the only battle we have is lack of money. And that's the smallest problem. And you are dodging. In the morning, your wife calls you. There is no money in the household. ah. You are fighting your wife because she wants you to conquer poverty now when they are singing for people that have conquered poverty don't say they didn't mention your name because you refuse to fight poverty when you're supposed to fight it the more victory you have the more capacity you possess there's nobody that doesn't fight battle in fact the bible says many are the affliction of the righteous but the lord deliver him out of them the lord gave him victory Anything that comes up against you is because the Lord has set you the battle. Face it. Don't run away. Face it. And declare victory over it. Divine victory qualifies you for honor. Divine victory qualifies you for honor. You come from a poor background, you need victory over that background. A limited life, you need victory. You come from a house where nobody has ever succeeded. You need victory, victory to overcome that particular uh, thing that is your family. You need victory over it. Because divine victory qualifies you for honor. Ephesians 4, verse 27, 27 says Give no place to the devil. Don't give me space. Fight him. Fight anything that wants to stop you. Fight any limitation. Fight him. Fight him. Fight him. Psalm chapter 23 verse 5. He said, the Lord prepares a table before me. In the presence of my enemy, my cup will run over. I prophesy to you today, even in the presence of your enemy, your cup will run over. Your life will be overloaded with joy. Your enemy will be helpless in the name of Jesus. God did not say, I will take your enemy away. He said, your enemy will be helpless. Nobody will be able to do anything against you. Matthew chapter 28 verse 18. Jesus said, All power in heaven and on heart has been given to me. There is no power but the power of God. Nobody has the capacity to hurt you. Why? John chapter 3 verse 31. He said, He that is above is above all. You are both principalities and power, so don't run away from them. Face them, face them, and have victory. Some people are fighting you. Are so what? Isaiah chapter four, beginning from verse fifteen. He says, "Surely they will gather against you, not by me. All those who that gather together against you, for your sake, they will do what? They will fall." say no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper Psalm 54 beginning from verse 14 to 16 First John chapter 5 verse 4 he say this is the victory that God has given us even our faith." we believe that God has conquered the devil and we are going to have victory so don't be timid don't be afraid Psalm chapter 82 verse 6 he said, I said unto you, you are gods. All of you that are my children, you are above limitation, you are above fallen. No arrow form against you shall prosper. He see, has he not said to you that you are God, You have above mentality. Don't pray against a rat that is running up and down. Don't pray against against cockroach that is flying anyhow. Look for correct broom or correct begone that cockroach or kidara, Don't turn it to a prayer point. Don't pray against cobweb. So when you see death, death in everything, you don't see God. If you knock your leg on the, on the stone, ah, devil. If you wake up in the morning and cobweb cover your face, say, ah, once a bell, once a meal. If you enter your room and cockroach fly, I want you to walk from victory mentality and i know even in some churches they exhort the devil so much especially in those local churches they saw the devil so much the devil is so powerful they talk from a defeat mentality that they have been defeated they have to fight against against the devil they don't believe that god has given them victory one of the days my mother came to visit me, those old days, she came. She was staying in Adolu's room. And my mother called me. He said, There are some beds. There are some beds that normally come in the night around the window. I said, Yes, beds are free to move. That's why they are birds. He said, No, you don't listen. I said, My mother, there is a grover tree. At the back of our new loose room, that the bed nobody come to feast on because if they come in the day, people will chase them away. I say, Come and see, it's a cover tree. Because if you see bed you now, say, Ah, yeah, yeah, do do guy, We were in a place somewhere and some bed they came around and our neighbors they started organizing night video for bed. Have you noticed some people like that? Serious night video. One week they didn't sleep. They they said, Pastor, hey, notice your bed. I said, I didn't notice. I've not come here to see bed. I walk so much. When I get home, I'll be so tired. I say, Peace in Jesus' name. I will just sleep. Get the devil out of your mentality. He's helpless. He has been defeated. Get the devil out of your thinking. Have above mentality. He that comes from above is above all. No arrow form against who shall prosper. Have that mentality. Stop seeing devil everywhere. Some of you will look at your children and say, there is a devil there. There is no devil there. The boy is just behaving as a normal human being that must behave that way. In fact, some of you when you start like your children start getting to teenage years you will think that they need deliverance. They don't need deliverance. It is a moon that is working. With proper mentoring and uh, directing it, you will know that they will become somebody very great. It's not the devil. Not the devil. Have above mentality. Take the devil out of your mind carry victory mentality. Carry victory mentality. Romans chapter 16 verse 20. Maybe I should read that one. And Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. We are, we are talking about how to have a large, capacity. a large capacity. So that you don't go somewhere and say, eh, please, there one devil is doing me. Okay, carry victory mentality. Put Romans chapter 16 verse 20 and Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Carry victory mentality. Victory mentality. Mentality. Romans. Are you there? Romans. Chapter what now? Chapter 16, verse 20. God, what? And the God of peace will cross Satan under your feet shortly. Where is Satan? Some of you are not talking. Where is Satan? So it doesn't qualify for a prayer point. It does not qualify for a prayer points. Because Is under your control. It will crush him completely, suddenly, because it's under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you forever in Jesus' name. Galatians chapter five, verse one. I am starting to random divine victories guarantee enlargement. The more victory you have, the more honor you enjoy. The more victory you have, the more bless you enjoy. Don't carry enchantment mentality. Somebody is doing me. The Bible knows there is no problem or trial that is facing you that is not common to man. The devil is under your feet. You are God. He's under. He cannot do anything against you. Shake that beast into the fire. There's nothing he can do. He cannot hurt you. He cannot hurt you. He said, Nothing shall by any means. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by enemies hurt you. I give unto you power to tread upon snake and upon scorpions, and nothing shall by enemies does what hurt you, and nothing will hurt you in Jesus' name. Say believing amen. Say nothing will hurt me. I can't hear you. Say nothing will hurt me. Say nothing will hurt me. In the name of Jesus, say nothing will hurt me. I have victory mentality. I'm living above attack in the name of Jesus. Say, believing, Amen. amen. Behold, I give unto you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Say, nothing will hurt me. Amen. Psalm chapter eighteen, verse thirty-four. He teacheth my hands to war, so that the bow of steel is broken by my arms. God is teaching you how to have victory now. So that nothing stops you. In life you are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 144. Psalm 144. Verse 1. Psalm 144. Verse 1. Verse 1. Psalm 144. Verse 1. Blessed be the Lord my rock. Who trains my hand for war. And my fingers for battle. God knows you are going to be victorious. Everywhere you go, be victorious in Jesus' name. And a final warning. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. This is very instructive to all of us. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Don't put yourself on that chain. Baba, do for me don't be so mummies that you not put yourself on that chain again. Little thing happened to you, you start looking for an interpreter. You dream dream on your own bed and you now carry it to everybody announcing that you are going to die. With your own oh, you are condemning yourself. Went to woman somewhere to preach. And one of the ascended scripture came to me after my message. Maybe he noticed the confidence at which I was preaching. And he said, Pastor, I had a dream that I'm going to die. He said, you will not die. He said, why? He said, S Psalm 91 verse 15 says, with long life, I will satisfy you. You will live as long as you want. You can't die now. You are your final year. You will not die. You will live. Say with me, I will not die. I will, die. I will, live. I will live. Let your neighbor hear. You say, I will live. They look at me very well. I will live. I will not die prematurely. I will be here for a long, long time. I told him, look in my face. We will not die. He said, sir, in our family, people die at this particular age. They die. I said, but when it comes to you, you are a new man. Second 5 5.17 If any man be in Christ, who are you? All things pass away. All things become new. You see, this is one of the things that prophets cannot fault. They say, Some of you, your pastor will tell you, all things pass away. If you are holding somebody, will he pass away? I say, pass away. The only person I'm holding is God, not you. If God says my sins pass away, they are pass away. All things pass away, all things become new. He said, Don't let them deceive you. There's enemy, your father's. I say, and so what? Which enemy? They can't stop me and you know, this kind of message is so prevalent everywhere Every, even people that you think should not be talking about it, they are talking about it let me give you the testimony when bakers increase their prices of bread and they ask them to stop for 2-3 days we stop here we have bakery in the school. we stop so when we now started producing we maintain the whole price and you know, those are sure they don't like that. They start calling, calling my brother, calling everybody. We did we too, oh you want to spy market for us? Who we did with you? I said, What do we do? So I told Sheyi and David, I said, okay, change to their price. And I learned one thing. Even our gate man refused to sell bread for us. He said, Hey, Ed Foley, everybody. I said, Ah, hey. say yes. Talomara. Everyone again without notice, I said, David, why does he say it's not going to collect it? All. Why should we increase the price? Why should Pastor increase the price? Why? And I began to ask myself, I said, Are you the owner of the security post of me? But I got back to my office, I started thinking, Am I actually increasing it because I'm not comfortable with the old price or because the egg bear are threatening me? So I asked my brother. What are they threatening me with? My brother says that they will send out that people here. They will find me with two million. They will destroy the place. I say, okay. Nobody can come here to destroy this place. But at least if they send out that official here, I will open to them and they can lock the place. See, that's what they do. I say, okay, okay, that's true. I will go and register with dark myself and get all the things they need to do. I want to be free. So I went to Navdak office. I said, me be, me They asked me why. I said, I want to be able to determine the price. I don't, I don't want the situation where they, are, they will force price on me. I said, I'm tired. I'm tired of going local. I want to register. Whatever it takes. They said, you started sometimes ago, trademark, this mark, that mark. That. I said, everything. Calculate, I'll pay. And the visitation, I will pay everything when they now saw that I'm determined to pay. They thought the money will scare me. Your government, water, Say secretary call me to his office, Pastor. And people here, man, show go. <laughs> I love. I say, Oh, go, egg bag, we go, and for go, let and yes, we. I say, We so suffer you, and you're a woman, so go. I say, Oh, so go. They can't do nothing, nothing. Come on, say nothing. Give me the papers. I need authority to produce. Forget it. And you're not you suffering. Ah. I said, Don't worry about that. So, I got all the papers, I got the number, and I told you, Go on and say the way you want to say. It doesn't stop anything. People are just afraid unnecessarily. You know why, generally, we have preached the devil too much in church, even in church. Even in church, we get scared unnecessarily. I told my sister, Why are you afraid? Is it not the same Jesus that we received? He said, I say why? Live peacefully. Sleep gently like a baby. Stop all this. I say, very soon, very soon. Everybody around you become your enemy. That's what happened to them. You fight on the mountain, you fight in the valley, very soon you fight your husband, you fight your wife. You fight everybody. Everybody will come in devil around you. Everybody. Even people that want to help you. You will say they are the enemy. You them last night. They are the one chasing you. They must be half a witch. And people like that don't have peace. Years back, a woman in a local church was praying against a particular woman. He's my enemy. She must die. She must die. She must die. Die by fire. Die by fire. She's doing me. She die. Why pray? The woman is still alive. Please sit down. Have victory, mentality. All things are yours. All men are yours. You walk in the victory of Jesus Christ. When David conquered Goliath, every Philistine ran away. all the Istelites rejoiced because of the victory of David. And because of the victory of Jesus, you will rejoice all the days of your life. Rise up on your feet. Rise on your feet. Raise your hands to oh heaven. I have victory mentality. I am from above. I am above principalities and power. No arrow form against me shall prosper. I will reign in life. I am victorious in all my ways. In the name of Jesus. Come on, don't Don't call what people call a confederacy a confederacy. Don't fear their fear. God is on your side. Victory is on your side. Favor is on your side. The blessing of God is on your side. No arrow from against you shall prosper. In the name of Jesus go ahead go ahead and begin to thank god for your life i said lord i want to thank you because i have victory 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 for me in the name of jesus in the name of jesus all my steps in life will be victorious in the name of jesus i walk in victory i carry victory mentality i'll be victorious over all the battles of life in the name of jesus no arrow from against me shall prosper in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed Amen. every victim mentality devil mentality that are being implanted into your mind I'll put in Jesus name Amen. I declare wherever you go you'll be victorious Amen. whatever you lay on upon you'll be victorious Amen. you have victory over the battles of life Amen. in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Lord, you made a promise to me that you will surround me with favor. You made a promise to me that you satisfy me with long life. You made a promise to me that I will not lack my mates. You made a promise to me that you will bless me greatly. You made a promise to me that you open doors for me. Let your promise come to pass. Concerned. You better pray now. If you can remember a promise that he made. You said you will never leave me nor forsake me. Father in the name of Jesus let your promises let it come to pass. In the name of Jesus let it come to pass. Go ahead and use those promises of God to pray. Lord you made a promise to me that I will heat the fruit of my hand. I will not labor in vain. You make a promise to me that I will not raise all my children for trouble lord you made a promise to me that i will excel i shall be above only and not beneath you made a promise to me that your word in my life will come to pass you made a promise to me that i will hear the fruit of my hand i will get a job i will never be jobless in the mighty name of jesus father you made a promise to me every word of god that has been written concerning me must come to pass it must come to pass every word of God written concerning me must come to pass today is a day of favor tomorrow is a day of favor every day is a day of favor for me the Lord will bless me and surround with favor like a sheet. shield in the open your mouth and pray every word of God every promise of God in the name of Jesus they will come to pass in Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 9. Listen to this. He say, In the last days perilous times shall come. People should be, will be. heady, Lovers of pleasure than the lover of God. Not loving the things of God. He say. Ever learning. Never able. To come to the knowledge. Of the truth. That was verse 7. Second Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 to 9. But first, 7 precisely. He said there are some people that will sit and they will not get understanding. That's like a cause. Because if you understand, nobody can prevent you from living an outstanding life. Life is so simple. In general, life is simple. Extremely simple. When I tell people that life is ah, simple. Life is simple. With understanding. I sat down with one of us when in Landa we have paid for the application for the university. Daddy, can it be simple like that? I said, it's simple. I said, is it simple? I said, I will tell you two areas where it's simple. That people don't know. In fact, the higher you fly, the simpler life becomes. That's the truth too. I said, in university, accreditation and approval. When you are starting new. They don't accredit program. With the institution, unlike with the polytechnic and NC, when you are registering NC and or polytechnic, they will accredit the institution. They will accredit the program from the day go. That's why you see a lot of them borrowing equipment, borrowing staff, borrowing things to make sure those things because they are going to accredit it as if you have been training students. But in university application, they only accredit the institution. And give you approval to run some courses. They will now come back after four years. When the students are about graduating for accreditation. When you don't meet the standard, they will give you interim accreditation for two years. They will come back again. I say that is number one. They will make it easy. They believe the university is an ongoing project. It is a generational project. You can never complete everything. So, they look mainly at the structure. And the things that are there for an institutional approval. once you pass that, they can give you a takeoff site. That's why I see some university take-off site, take-off site of this. You have a requirement to have land for future development. You have a bank guarantee. All those things are there. But, it's not like a school is coming. You measure the course, they will give you full accreditation from the beginning. World goal. And they will come back again after two years or three years to accredit. It's not like that in university. And four years is long. They give you a part to run two or three courses. They come back for full accreditation at the end of the four year. That is number one. Number two things that make life easy is that you can always climb on something. A lot of you have projects, but you know, you want to start from the moon. Life is not like that. Life is in ladder. The more you realize that your baby step is important to your greatness, the better for you. From one level to another level to another level. You don't just break through. The way we pray for breakthrough in church is like kind of break through. That's how I break breakthrough work. Break work by step upon step. A lot of you think that you are a failure, but you are a success. Listen to me. What you have achieved is a platform for your greatness tomorrow. You need to encourage yourself with what you have done. A lot of you are thinking that what you have achieved is too small. It is much. When we started, we started with one course. One school. One program. But that has given back to so many. All that people needed to do is that you have a solid small background then you cannot move to other leader Because it makes the work of other people that are coming easier. They will read all those, their reports. They will read all the foundation that other people have given you. They will use it as a supporting system for the new thing that you want. It's completely a different ball game when you are starting afresh. It becomes difficult. So it doesn't matter what you want to achieve. Start from where you are. Start with what you can do. And graduate step by step, gradually into that thing. It will surprise everybody and become successful. That's what I'm telling you right now. Your experiences, your background, your little recognition, your little achievement, they all count towards the ultimate success that you are dreaming for. That is the simple understanding that I'm teaching you today. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, as I'm learning, I want my heart to gain understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. In these perilous days, I don't want to be always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I want to come to the knowledge of the simplicity of the gospel. It's so simple, it's so fun, it's so rewarding, it's so glorious. As I'm learning you, little by little, line upon line, I want to gain understanding. I will not just be learning, I'll be increasing, little by little, line upon line, my life will be getting better and better, in the name of Jesus. As I'm learning, I'll be getting understanding, I'll be improving in knowledge, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Raise your right hand to heaven. Say, Father, good understanding, give it favor. The good understanding that will give me favor, let it be given unto me. This week, in the name of Jesus, as I read, as I listen, as I make inquiry, as I pray, I receive good understanding that will surround my life with favor. In the name of Jesus, I will not be frustrated in life. Good understanding. That will make my life easy. That made make my life beautiful. That will make my life glorious. Father, do it for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, do it for me. In the name of Jesus. Father, do it for me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Finally, one more prayer for the week. The Lord will perfect everything that concerns you. All things will work together for your good. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, perfect what you have started. Everything that has to do with me. Perfect everything cons- Perfect the contracts. Perfect the job. Perfect the open door. Perfect the letter. Perfect what we have started. Perfect my head. Perfect it, Lord. The Lord will perfect everything concerned that concerns me. Everything that concerns me. Let all things work together for my good. Let all things work together for my favor. Let all things work together for me. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will perfect everything that concerns me. In the name of Jesus the Lord perfects everything that concerns me. The Lord will perfect everything that concerns you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will perfect everything. Everything everything. In the name of Jesus that concerns you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. All eyes close with understanding. You need to give your life to Jesus today and say, Lord Jesus, perfect everything that concerns me. Raise your hand up and say, Lord Jesus, this morning I commit my life. Raise it high very well. I commit my life into your hand. In the name of Jesus, write my name. In the book of life, I am born again. I am your child. I give my life to you and I will love you forever. In the name of Jesus, today my life is given to you. In the name of Jesus, put your hand upon your head. Today your sins are forgiven. Your name is written in the book of life. You will live for the glory of the Lord. You will not go astray again. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. If you know you are blessed, shout hallelujah. If you know you are victorious, come and shout hallelujah. Please be seated. God bless you. What a wonderful service. You are blessed in Jesus' name. May the Lord increase your greatness and comfort you on every side. (laughs) Ire, o lua, yomawa, mawa, no mini, Eire o lua, o nita, e no mini, Eire